This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Talking athletics, Hayden Sherman, the voice joins us. G'day, Hayden. Hi, Mark. How are you going? Good. Do you know what a manu is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't say I'm very good at them. <laughs> I've got those those distance runner um, uh, splashes going on, to, to be honest. I think probably um, the the other end of the scale would have been more, more my thing, the, the diving, um, making as little splash as possible. Well, it, it's all... It, life when it's chosen distance running as your sport. Well, like running, it all comes down to, there's a thing called running economy. Apparently there is manu economy, so technique does go a long way, Hayden. It's not just about size. The World Championships are coming to New Zealand. It's been formalised, but... Good to know, good to know. Yeah, we're going to talk some athletics. And we're going to talk about the NCA Double Cross Country Champs. They're on tonight, and they feature a number of New Zealand athletes. Yeah, so they were actually on uh, overnight last night. So, um, yeah, big, big event. And, you know, arguably uh, you could potentially call this the, the greatest foot race on earth in terms of the, the depth and competition. You know, obviously there's the, the World Cross Country Champs, which is held every couple of years. Uh, but this is, uh, it's, it's a step down, probably your top 10 uh, Olympic level athletes, but really it's the, it's the depth of quality where you've, you know, you've got, let's talk the, the, the boys race. Um, it's about three minutes of spreading out your, your first place down to, you know, 250th. Uh, so, you know, you do the maths and work out how many bodies are flying across the finish line. And one of the, the key aspects of it is it's a, it's a team's race. So your top five and your team count towards your team total. Those, those places are added up and team with the lowest number of points at the end of the race uh, takes out the title. So it's a prestigious title uh, to be the, the winner of this, this event. You really, um, it, it's a massive career highlight. Uh, when we look at guys like, like Nick Willis um, have competed in this event and, and haven't been able to take it out, the, the standard is absolutely uh, sky high. So we had a bunch of Kiwis perform really, really well overnight. Um, so probably the first place to start would be with the women's race uh, where we had Maya Ramson coming off uh, her victory in the 1500 metres over the summer on the track in the in the NCAA uh, track season. Uh, now in the cross country, she came out with a really impressive 10th place, um, not too far off the lead uh, from Parker Velby. Uh, but yeah, re- really strong performance from, from Maya. And the, the big takeaway, really, for the women's race is Hannah Gapes uh, from Rotorua. She is part of the North Carolina uh, squad that, that took out the team title. So really epic work from, from her team. Um, and we also had Kimberly May uh, in 116th place, which sounds like a, lo- a, a long way down, but you're only about a minute back off the lead. So uh, pretty impressive from, from Kimberly May. And then in the boys' side of things, we had, oh, I want to say, seven uh, boys taking part. Chris Devaney, one of my local Taranaki boys, uh, he was the top-performed Kiwi finishing 31st. Um, and uh, Will Anthony, 61st, Theo Quacks, 84th. Um, yep, the name is uh, will ring a bell for a lot of people, Dick Quacks' son, uh, and also picked up a second place for, for his team 
Uh, Toby Golter, 102nd. Tango Mbambo, 128th. And Macro, 160th. So really impressive from, from those young athletes. Remember, the, these athletes are university students, so between about 19 and, and 23 years of age. Um, and some, some really promising signs from particularly Maya Ramston coming in 10th. Yeah, and a lot of the athletes that are on scholarships are specific eight, fifteen hundred meter runners. Some might be, you know, looking to step up over five thousand meters. So, it's it's not an easy thing, is it, having to shift from the track to cross country? But there is that expectation at the universities. Yeah, absolutely. So the distances for the women six k, for the men they they do ten k, and it's lightning fast. So you know the the winners for the the men's race, you've got to be under 30 minutes over a cross-country course, which is incredibly quick. And it's, it's one of the great spectacles. If you, you jump on YouTube and watch some, some highlights, as the, these guys are crossing the finish line, they actually have bouncers, these big burly men, who their job is to pick up the bodies as they fall mm. over the line uh, because you've got at least a finisher every second. And if they were just left there, you'd end up with a big pile. But the nature of the team's race makes it really exciting. So you've got the, the fifth place uh, in your team is actually the most important team runner because they're fighting for every little little spot. And it turned out that the women's team, North Carolina State, which was Hannah Gates's team, uh, they won by one point. So you know, wow. every place literally does matter. So, yeah, yeah. really exciting watching. I'm pleased you mentioned Theo Quacks because I was actually going to ask about him. I've just been seeing a little bit of stuff on social media regarding Dick Quacks and looking back on his remarkable and wonderful career and some early photos of him training here in Auckland with the likes of David Black and the great English runners. How's Theo progressing? Yeah, yeah he's he's doing well. Um, he is yeah in, in a really good setup at NAU Northern Arizona University. We've had a, had a bunch of Kiwis come through there, so Jordy Beamish, uh, uh, Matthew Baxter um, have all come through there. So ideal setup, and I think it would certainly suit Theo being up at altitude, being able to work on that strength. Um, so yeah, he he's progressing really well. Um, and I w- yeah, I, I'd, I'd love to see him really focus on the, the 5,000, 10,000 and, and then maybe look towards some of those longer distances as, as well. Is that the done thing? I mean, do 19, 20, 21-year-olds go straight into the five or do you need to pay your dues as an eight and 1,500-metre runner if it's a bit of a natural progression as you sort of um, put layer upon layer and year upon year? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you you want to get the speed. So in running, you know, in most sports, speed is just absolutely everything. So if you don't have that speed ceiling, it's very hard to even perform at, at the marathon. So, you know, we really stressed with high school students is do your, do your mahi over the, the 1,500, 800, get that speed, and then you can add that endurance, add that strength um, once you hit your 20s. So usually, yeah, we, we encourage young athletes to be to be versatile and not just focus on on distance too soon but definitely once you start hitting 2021 that's when the the big miles uh will will come in and we want to build that that aerobic engine but yeah you've you've got to have that base of speed and i was just looking now uh theo quacks has has got the new zealand under 20 1500 meter record set at 339 so that was four years ago um so he's he's got the speed there uh, but he would certainly be looking to um, yeah build build that strength now. So 
having a look at his PBs, he's been sub four in the mile, 358, uh, 7.49 in the 3K, and beneath uh, 30 minutes for, for the 10K. So that would suggest he's, he's probably around about a sort of 3K, 5K guy uh, at the moment. We are talking athletics, Hayden Sherman, my guest on the programme. Uh, Hayden, let's talk about an athlete stepping up in distance, Camille Booscombe, targeting the Valencia Marathon in a couple of weeks' time, yeah. looking to try and run 2.26.50 to try and qualify for Paris, which is the standard. Yep, so yeah, Camille has been focused mostly on, on the 5 and 10k on the track, uh, performed performed really well. She's sort of sitting in number two New Zealand all-time for those those distances behind the great Kim Smith. Uh, but uh, post-baby now, Camille is targeting the marathon and really exciting. So she's looking at Valencia Marathon in two weeks' time. And last week we, we spoke about, you know, we're, we're the health of, of New Zealand marathon running. And there is a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel in, in terms of the women's racing with Camille making that decision to step up and, and, and chase those marathon times. So Valencia is perfect place to do it. Olympic uh, auto standard is 2.26.50. That's going to be a pretty challenging time to get, but she's definitely got the pedigree uh, in terms of her track time. So it's just a matter of uh, has she been able to build that, that strength since uh, since being, being pregnant? And uh, maybe that mum's strength will, will come into it as well in the, in the back half of the race. So that will be one to watch in two weeks. Also, next weekend, uh, we've got Cameron uh, Avery, and he's actually stepping up to the marathon for the first time as well. So he's going to be racing in Shanghai. And so for, for Cameron, uh, the, the standard is 2.08.10, and that would be an automatic uh, slot or nomination uh, for, for the Olympics. But for him, it's probably more like he's, he's going the other route towards the Olympics, which is getting points, uh, going to some of these... Uh, key marathons around the world and, and building up the points um, if those times are just a little bit little bit out of reach. Basically how Olympic qualification works, they, they try to get about half of the athletes in through that automatic door uh, hitting the time and then the remaining half of the athletes will, will be there based on, on ranking, world ranking. So uh, Cameron Avery trying to hit two marathons before Paris next year, and I imagine Camille would just want one and done, get out there and, and smash potentially pretty close to the New Zealand record uh, in two weeks' time in Valencia. Hey, yeah, I want to ask you that. There are a number of um, tables out there, Jack Daniels, where you can look at what you've run for 5,000, 10,000, and it gives you a pretty good idea of how that equates and what sort of times you should be running for, say, the marathon. Based on the yeah. times of Camille, do you have any understanding of how close she might get? Uh, I don't have your 5,000 metre times here in front of me. I do the calculations myself, and I know I've put you on the spot a little bit here, Hayden, but is, yeah. do her 5,000 and 10,000 metre times suggest that she can run 226? I would say so, um, and with, without looking at those tables myself, I'm, I'm, I'm using myself as the gauge because she's run faster than myself, both for 5,000 and 10,000. And I have lined up in, in marathons where I've thought uh, uh, sort of 227, 228 could be on the card. So that um, th- that's certainly within within range. But it, yeah, it, it comes down to having logged the miles. It, it, it absolutely. Uh, you, you see some athletes will have a massive drop off from what they can do for the five and 10k compared to what they did in the marathon. That was probably more me as, as well. Uh, but then other athletes really find their strength when they go longer. Mm. So she ran a, a good half marathon earlier this year, um, and 
yeah, I, I think she's got, got a good squad behind her, got a good team, got a great support from her uh, husband, Cameron. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't be um, surprised if she's able to go well under 2.30. But, look, it's the marathon. Anything can happen. Why the Valencia Marathon and perhaps not Rotterdam or one of those more established marathons? Just simply a timing thing? Yeah, so Valencia is fast coming up as the, the place to go to, to run fast time. So Malcolm Hicks a few years ago uh, got his Tokyo qualifier uh, in the bag. I forget his time. I feel like it was 2.09, 2.10, but lots of support around that sort of middle, um, around that kind of qualifying pace. Uh, so if you go to a lot of these other marathons, say the Berlin, Chicago, are really geared around the you know, the 201, 202 male time, uh, 215, 216 female time. And the, the, those sort of middle elite times often get a, a little bit neglect, neglected. So going to a, a slightly smaller race that's known for producing fast times, you've got a lot of depth around you. Um, and chances are she'll have some other athletes that she's, friends with close with around around the world who have also targeted that and, and will want to run together and, and help each other to those times. So she'll have a lot of company um, and running a race that's just time and time again produced a lot of Olympic and uh, world champ qualifiers. Yeah, told Malcolm Hicks, 2.10.04 back in February of 2020, I think is his personal best for the marathon. So, I, uh, yeah, pretty solid, isn't it, 2.10.04? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty happy to have that on the old CV myself. And so he's run a 20... Oh, so, tw- so it gives you an idea. So he's a 29.28 guy, so that's his personal best on the road for 10K, different from his track time, sub-29 minute, 10,000 metre runner on the track. So that gives you an idea if you're a sub-29 minute runner, you have that ability to run around 2.10 and there will be an equivalent for the women's. Yeah, yep. And so Camille, she's she's just ducked under 15 minutes for the the 5,000 meters. Um, yeah, and so I, I would imagine that yeah, a sub 230 is definitely within her within her range. Uh, and back in July, she got fifth at the Gold Coast Marathon with a 109, which really mm. put a mark in the sand, saying, "Hey, I'm back from." Uh, from carrying the baby, and I'm, I'm I'm good to go in the elite ranks again. So mm. yeah, it's not bad, is it? 109. Hey, look, uh, hey, lovely to have you on the program. We'll try and do it again next week. Might start looking at some of the domestic stuff coming up here in the New Zealand summer and New Zealand secondary school champs, etc. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, Mark.